Welcome to the PWK Podcast. It is I, Mike Jack, coming at you with another dope episode. But I can't do this episode without my main two homies, my co-creator, my main homie guy that I started this with, Devin, alongside with my boy Skate. Skates, what's going on? Devin, what's going on with y'all? Hey, hey, what's good, everybody? How y'all doing? What's going on, people? Yes, sir. How y'all been? Oh, man, I can't complain, to be honest. You feel me? Just working hard, <laughs> tired, but, you know, I'm here. I'm doing what I got to do. Yes, sir. Same here. Working, you know, paying bills, doing what a man's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Being a slave to the system. No, nah, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm not. No, he's serious. I think he's serious, I too. He's, I think I'm he's real serious, serious. too. <laughs> I he tried am, to say that in really a joking manner. He tried to manner. say that in a joking manner, but he's nah, so he's serious. Nah, he's serious. Yep. <laughs> I, am, I am very, very serious, you know. I try to make light of it. There is no light of it. <laughs> not at, at all. all. No. It's no, not. Sir. No, sir. But we here once again, you feel me? Yeah. Trying to trying to help these these people out. Who's these people? You know these people. I don't know these people. Black people. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that's good. Th- you know the crazy thing about this show, you know, when we give advice and stuff, it's more it's more centered around black people than anything. True. You of course. Know. I mean, we are black people. Yeah. Well, and we know black people. You know, that song that would say like, yo, you you should you should do your show for more people outside of your race. But I mean I want to help. Why? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about. Ah, See how I segwayed into that? Ah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, that's why, that's why, that's why you part of the brand. But for the record, I feel like my advice that I give on the show is pretty universal. And that's a good thing, you know, but as far as what we're going to talk about, as far as today. Why why are you being so difficult? I'm just saying, I'm just saying that mine is universal. Back to that. How is it? How's my advice universal? Yeah. I mean, it goes all the way back to earlier episodes, of course, when I was giving a little bit of advice. Oh, you, know? you was talking about Dap Your Dick and stuff? Right. So, well, I mean, you won't be honest with you. What? You know, that's black hygiene, in my my opinion. White people don't care. I mean, white people have penises. They don't care, though. And other races have penises. They don't so care. They when need to dab, too. They don't care, though. They don't use washcloths. They don't. According to Dave Chappelle. They, they use their hand and soap. You know, you ever, you ever looked at the movies and looked at how they wash themselves? They don't even have a washcloth. They have a bar of soap and a hand. <laughs> so for real, you've never paid attention to it. I guess I never paid attention to that. I, I seen like a loofah in there or something. No, you didn't see no loofah. <laughs> it's just a hand and some soap. And they be like getting it. They just run across their body. Right. And clean. Clean. Bare ass. <laughs> 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 Bar soap, bare ass, just, oh, just water. Yeah, water, soap, bare. Like, yo, white people don't use lotion like talking about. I mean, they don't need it. Well, they need it, but their ashiness wouldn't show like our ashiness would show. Because we funny. look like Ashy Larry. You feel me? If I, my funny, Bill Bird like has a joke about that. But they look so dry. Yeah, and it probably makes them look more pale, too. They look so dry. They don't look. They look very dry, and they look very sickly sometimes. But they can get away with it. We can't get away. They're with really it. into skin moisturizers. Ah, uh, like have you? Ever I mean, I know a lot of black people who are too. Don't get me wrong, but you know, 
I first learned about skin moisturizers from white people. Hmm. Technically, is lotion a skin moisturizer? It moisturizes the skin. I mean, at least my oh. skin be moist after I put on lotion. What type of lotion do you use? Um, I got some. I use Suave. Ah. Suave. And I've used Nivea before, too. Mm. I got some Nivea for my face. And I use Suave on the body. Mm. I use Lubriderm. Yeah. No scent. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I have this, um, this cocoa butter slash aloe vera mixture thing that I got from Walmart. Mm-hmm. It's made by um uh uh, uh Shea. Shea butter Shea company. Butter. Yeah. Yeah, I use that. You know, we should we should try to find like a black owned like skincare company that provides like lotion and stuff and start supporting them. Yeah, you're because right. I think that's very pivotal. I mean they out there. Yeah, I think it's very pivotal in our black community. People being ashy. We need <laughs> No, for real. Like I know for me, I think the main the ashiest part of my body. Would be my back, and probably my ass. Because <laughs> it's probably hard to reach the areas. Yeah, it's hard to. Well, it's not. Of course, it's not hard to reach your ass, but I just don't put lotion. Well, I'm talking there. about your back. Okay, my back. Yeah, it's hard to reach certain parts of my back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you. Have. To me, the hardest part to keep uh, moisturized is the uh, like the increase of your hands, like the little crease between your thumb and your your first finger. Really. Well, you got to keep yeah, some man. hand lotion on deck. I keep hand lotion in my no, car I, and everything. But see, I don't I don't keep hand lotion on me like that. You know what I'm saying? I just, like, lotion up, like, mm-hmm. in in the mornings and everything. And I notice, like, right before it's time for me to get off work, it'd be like I look down at my hands and I'd be like, damn, I'm kind of ashy. But then I really don't be caring because it's like, well, I'm about to get off work because Fuck y'all. Yeah. I mean, but who really, <laughs> you gets, know. Who really looks at the, the, the in-between part of your thumb and your finger anyway? Like, nobody really. Women? Know. Women? Do women you, do. You women, do. women do? That's pretty petty. Yeah. I thought they look more so at your fingernails. Yeah. I would say they fingernails. But that's but still a part of your hand. It's still a part of your hand, but I think your fingernails are more visible than that part. And I feel like they would pay more attention to their fingernails than they would the, the creases of your hands, you know? Most definitely. See, I don't have fingernails. I, I clip mine down. So I, I cut mine. Mine's grow rapidly fast. So mine like too, actually. Yeah, I have to. I have to go get a manicure like pretty much every week. You get manicures? I never had one. Yes. I want to get There's a pedicure. Wrong with a manicure. Not wrong at all. With I want to get a pedicure, but I don't think I would get a manicure now. A mani and a pedi. Yeah, you should go get one. I get a pedi. They're very. They're very soothing. They're very comfortable. They're very relaxing. And yeah. They make your nails look good. Like real talk. I learned a long time ago when I was in college that like. Fingernails are very important. And I don't do it just for females. I do it because I want to look nice in my hygiene. But a lot of females won't fool with you if you have dirty fingernails. I agree. I, I Yeah, I know. Like, I can't, I can't, I don't want to be vulgar or say what, what females used to tell me. It's, but it's okay to be vulgar here. No, I'm, I'm not. But, but females. I just don't have long fingernails as a dude. I didn't mean to cut you off, Mike, but I just no, don't fine. like fingernails on the dude because it's just, I don't know, unless you like, Pimping or something like that, like real pimping, like or or you snoop. What's yeah. the point? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, well, in my case, like I said, if I if I can't get to like cutting them on my own or like you know going to the to the nail shop, they're hard. They they grow fast, so they're hard to like 
maintain sometimes because you so be busy doing other things mm-hmm. and it just doesn't be on your mind all the time. Oh, I need to cut my nails. Yeah, yeah. So you be like, oh, oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But moving on, we're going to get into our song of the week. Then we're going to get into our topic, which is voting. And we want this to be a real serious conversation. We want this to be real good dialogue. So we had a guest, but <laughs> we can't seem to get in touch with him. I'm starting to worry about him because he usually pick up the phone by then. So right. we're going to play the song of the week, and then we're going to get into the topic. The song of the week is Talib Kweli, All of Us. Send this one out to to the mothers, to the fathers, to the sisters, to the brothers, all of us, all of us. We send this one out to to the mothers, to the fathers, to the sisters, to the brothers, all of us, all of us. If our struggle is a strain, then the strain is dominant. My name is prominent for entertainment, slaced with consciousness. But really, it's just common sense like Lonnie Lynn. You don't need binoculars to see the light coming through the dome like a binoculars. The common myth is we savages with no history or accomplishments or knowledge of ourselves. They did a job on us. Considering the predictions of economists, machines will do our jobs for us. The future for the working class is ominous. They got us indoctrinated through a bitch's brew. A religion mixing with abuse. Emotional, we sit in pews. It's physical, we get the noose and hang ourselves. Refusing to name ourselves, refuse to change ourselves. When I talk about a past, it doesn't ring a bell. They make you hate yourself and take efforts to check the method. They'll take you from your family, your kids will never respect you. Attach your sins to the black skin, we get the message. We start acting if we crack in the whip better than the oppressor, yes. Every problem can't be solved at the ballot box. We unify in Africa like Gaddafi. That's what got Malcolm shot. They out to stop anybody with knowledge to figure out the plot. On the balcony like Martin Luther King up into the mountaintop. The blue wall of silence. It's really the blue wall of violence. The good cops will retire and get fired. The screaming black or black is an excuse for you to not care. Till the cops roll up in their SWAT gear. I tarry through the turbulent month of Ramadan. Sweating all through the night just like the Holy Prophet. Then reappeared on the stage in BK with the Uma. Shoulder to shoulder with J. Cole and Kwali just before Jehovah the God crowned me the king with his goldie locket. Alhamdulillah, we've come really far, ain't it? The little engine who could could power any car, can't it? The mothers in Chirac said the murder's getting burdensome. The cries of the despised was heard flying out of Ferguson. The last days and times, the Holy Quran and Bible, we on the last page in line, the verse with all the babies dying. Outside of the matrix, inside of the spaceship, but the Savior's blind. Or so it seems, years after Noah was told he would roar a stream, the heavens bursted, then the rains came. Retaliation for the sons of the fathers who worked for chain gangs. I hit that money dance on the coffin of a crooked cop, and the world star society where all we do is look and watch. No intervention, policemen beating elderly women with evil intentions on the highways and the byways. The police they spread it to the back streets and to the driveways. Officer Friendly's an enemy now, looking at me sideways. Shit was all bad just a week ago. The view was just as sad just as people go. The cries of the Asiatic ancient Semitic peoples don't propel Jay elect from the pedestal to the steeple. To the mothers, to the fathers, to the sisters, to the brothers. That was Todd Lib Quali with all of us featuring Jay Electronica. Oh my goodness. I love this Dope song. song, man. Yeah, that was. Dope song. I remember when you uh 
recommended for us to listen to it uh, like yesterday or day before yesterday, and I checked it out, and I was like, yeah, this is this is it. Yeah, and and the, the message in it is dope. Uh, it's gonna take all of us to like better ourselves, and always. And so, to the topic at hand, let's just get some stuff straight here. Um, this is to help black people. If white people listen to it, you're an ally, meaning that you can help as well and that you can do your part by by helping us on our mission and what we're trying to do. Um, a lot of you know the election is coming up. We have a lot of stuff going on in America right now with social injustice, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, and, you know, Voting is a real serious thing that we need to start taking seriously as a black nation. And I, the thing about it is when you're doing shows and you're doing a podcast and you're becoming a part of, I guess, the media, you, you're charged with a responsibility to do your part and give awareness. And, and the Not even that, when you have an audience as yeah. we have built so far in our building. Yes, most definitely. We, we we have a responsibility to like talk about these type of things when it's time to talk about it. Uh, you have a lot of people that veer away from it because they don't know how to go about handling it or they don't want to seem to be too, too political and they don't want to mess up they, they, you know fan base or they don't want to mess up their brand and what they're trying to do. Here, this is what this is all about. It's about helping. You know, one thing I've noticed when we started doing the show, uh, the site that we use to post the shows and stuff, they called our show self-improvement. And I know I was joking with Devin one time. I was like, yeah, when, when did we become a self-improvement <laughs> show? But then when you kind of think about it, a lot of times that we do give advice, a lot of times we do talk about stuff. We are helping people, whether it's entertaining them and, and easing their mind after a hard days of work or getting their mind eased on their way to work. So mm-hmm. we just want to give some insight. We just want to talk to you about some things. Uh, we 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 had a guest, like I said, that was supposed to be on the show. Um, very knowledgeable young man to come talk to us about, you know, the election, talked about the black vote. But we're going to try to carry on. Couldn't get in touch with him. Hopefully we'll bring him back on the show later on. So I guess the biggest, biggest question I guess we'll start off with, with this dialogue is, uh, did y'all vote yet? Yes. I voted Saturday. Yeah. Early I voted Friday. Wow, I'm I'm behind. I was gonna vote literally on November third. Are you one of those people? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> no, for real. Like, I, and nothing wrong I didn't with that, feel man, like as long as you do I, it. I, I, no, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, man. As long as you you get it mm-hmm. done, man. I've early voted because uh, one, I did not want to be fighting them lines. And truth and truth be told, when I voted on Friday, there was a little bit of a line. But it's not like it was the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we made it like uh, like a family thing. Um, me, my mother, and my brother, we all went down and voted like at the same time and everything. And we stood in line for like 15 minutes. You know, it, it, wasn't, okay. it wasn't too bad. Yeah. About 15 minutes. And one thing that I will say, I don't know about anyone else's uh, voting polls. Excuse me, but um, I just want my, my, my black people to, first of all, we're, we're encouraging you to vote, okay, especially with this episode of the podcast. But not only that, you need to know 
who you're voting for and what you are voting for or against. I hope I'm being clear when I say that. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I, I just don't want you to go into the booth or whatever they have set up for you in your area and you're just selecting whatever. I want you to educate yourself on what is being proposed to you. Because one thing that I've learned about uh, this whole election season and what is, what is going on in uh, the United States right now when it comes to politics and economics is that you need to know what is being said, how it's being said, and how you can change or uh, keep whatever it is that is in your best interest in front of you. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you go into the voting poll, you see a whole bunch of different things, right? And, I'm, and I know, you know, we're not supposed to go into that, but there are certain amendments and laws for your, your local area, not just for the presidency or different things like that, but there are so, certain laws that they're either trying to implement, meaning that they're, they're trying to bring in, or certain laws or amendments that they're trying to get rid of. And if you don't know what they're talking about in that, in that sentence, in that little box that you're supposed to select yes or no, you can potentially be setting yourself up for failure. So do a little research of what your area is asking you to either get rid of or instill. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, that, that's, that's what I want to say, that little piece right there. Yeah, well, I guess the biggest thing, I guess the biggest problem that, that I want black people to do first, I want you to go vote. Yeah, um, that's, that's the biggest issue that I've been having. A lot of people that I've talked to, a lot of people that I've conversed with, um, just something so simple as I never forget. And, and this was like years ago and it's happened currently, but this was the, the moment I knew we were in trouble. I was working in Mississippi and I was in the, I was in a dollar general and I was buying some stuff cause I was on my break. Right. And that was the that was the day everybody was going to vote, and I was getting my stuff. My boss had told us we could leave early to go vote, right? And so mm-hmm. I was getting my stuff, and I was telling the lady, "Don't forget to go vote." And she was just like fifty year old woman. She goes into this. Well, I'm not gonna vote because they gonna want to. They gonna vote for who they they gonna pick who they want anyway. So it makes no sense to vote. And at that moment, it was a bit discouraging. It was discouraging because I guess the biggest thing was, oh, wow, she's she's she really thinks that. And I said, you really think that? She was like, yeah, they're going to vote for who they want to anyway. That's how that's how it works. So why go vote? And at that moment, because and, and this, this this goes, I'm going to go into these other points because the first thing I want you to do is vote. But the second thing is I'm picking back on Mario. I couldn't fight back because I didn't know. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to go about handling it. I didn't know how to go about, you know, talking to her about it, telling her, you know, I, I could give her that talk about we fought so hard and our mm-hmm. leaders fought so hard. But people people hear that all the time. She's in her 50s. Yeah, and they don't care. Yeah, she, yeah, knows. That, she knows that part. That, yeah, and that's become such the cliche go-to response that your ancestors died, your ancestors died. But the the people people in today's society, mainly our black people in today's society, th- that's not good enough. No, uh-uh. 
and 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 you know, then that's when I charged it to myself. I needed to get more familiar with why it's important to vote. Then I charged it to myself, and so then I do research. I read, and and you know, I'm gonna take something out of Nuri Muhammad. That's that's how you pronounce his first name, right? Yeah, uh, Nuri Muhammad. He's a Muslim. Uh, to me, he's gonna be the the, the predecessor to uh, Louis Farrakhan, right? And he was basically saying, "We as black people, we got to stop Google searching, and we have to start doing our own research. Literally, mm-hmm. read books, read books. You know, that's what I'm the number one right there. Uh, I don't know if I gave you this book about W. B. Du Bois. You did, yeah." It, it drops a lot of jewels and knowledge about, about the standard of, of, of how the black man is supposed to be looked at and treated in society, in America. And, and it touches on sometimes why voting is important. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you have to acknowledge yourself. So the first thing is vote. Be knowledgeable of why it's important to vote. Um, understand that the biggest thing that I want people to understand is that this election is serious. This is a serious election. Yes, sir. And and as black people, we have to let our voices be heard. I was looking at Dr. Claude Anderson earlier this week. A lot of y'all don't know who Dr. Claude Anderson is. Uh, he's an economist. He worked for President Carter in the White House when President Carter was president. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's basically wrote two books, Black Labor, White Wealth, uh, that I'm starting to read. Another book that I'm going to start to read is called Powernomics, How to Empower Black. Well, actually, he, he wrote another one, too, called Dirty Little Secret. Yeah, well, th- I was selling two books that I re- I'm reading. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, no, 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 you're fine. No, that, he has many books, but those are the mm-hmm. main two books that I'm reading. And those, actually, Black Labor and White Wealth is one of the books that, you know, is he's mostly known for, you know, amongst the black community and amongst other, you know, communities and basically he was basically saying and he was like dropping knowledge basically saying that um as a black race and as black people we have to build a black community and the only way to build a black community we have to start demanding you know what we want this marching and stuff and 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 all this stuff that we're doing it's not gonna work and basically he was saying that you know as far as voting, we all need to go out and vote so we can show people that we have a voice and show people that we are taken serious. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the main thing that I want people to understand is that we have to go vote and we have to go get out there and we have to let our voices be heard. When you're voting for these candidates, understand, this is the biggest thing. I, I did this thing not too long ago. I didn't, I didn't ask you till last night. When we were on the phone talking, Devin, but I was texting these friends of mine and I asked them the first person, I, the, the only person that really gave a real answer was Mario. I asked them, I said, hey, do you feel Barack Obama did enough for black people and or did anything for black people? Mario gave the realest answer. He said morally or physically. I said both. Mario was like, what did you say, Mario? I said, well, morally, yeah, he did a lot. You know, um, being a black man and being black men that we are, being a fellow black man, now we can determine, oh, he's only, he's mixed, whatever, whatever, but he's black. Okay, let's just 
Let's just get that straight. Yeah, yeah. yeah no matter what the situation, he's black. Yeah, he's black. Um, morally, seeing a, a person of likeness to me and you uh, elevate to a certain level within this system that we call the United States, especially in the capitalistic system that we live in, it felt good to see it, you know? Um, he gave us hope, you see what I'm saying? To let, to let us know that uh, it, it can get better. It, 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 if, you, if you work hard, you can have this. Whatever it is that you're trying to go for, I'm not just speaking totally on politics, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to get that you can get because look at me, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if we're, if we're going from an actual physical um, perspective of what he did, he didn't do anything for it. And then you have he did more from LGBT community than he did for black people. Yeah. And, what were you saying, Mike? And no, I was just saying that like a lot of the black people that I've talked to, a lot of black people that I text that question to, they, you want my honest opinion? They make excuses. And, and of course, and I, and I get it. I understand you're black and you, you, you you're in, a white, you're, you're a black person in a white league. You feel me? But what I'm saying is there was no plan for us. And this is what happened. I was looking at, uh, Mario's a history major. He went to school for history. So he put me on this, this documentary of movies called hidden colors. I suggest y'all go watch all five of them. Um, I watched, I watched the first two. I'm trying to get the other three, but and hidden colors. Yeah, hidden colors. It 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 show to me it shows the history of black people and how much of an influence that we really have in the world. Mm-hmm. And that is way bigger than what, you know, people think. You're given. Yeah, than what you're yeah. given. You know, it it shows a lot of deep 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 stuff. But but back to what I was saying. So, you know, when I got ready to do this show, I was doing a lot of research uh, and I started looking at, like I said, Dr. Claude Anderson. Then I started looking at Umar Johnson. Even though Umar Johnson is like the butt of all jokes, don't get it twisted. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. I, yeah, I, even though it's mixed in with some with some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though he does some, even though he says and does some do some dumb stuff, he will give you and drop some jewels on you. And the reason why I asked that question was because. Dr. Claude Anderson calls Obama a joke when he was president. Mm. Him and it all, there's a lot of other blacks that don't respect Obama. And these are, these are your blacks that are like, that will, that was, that will be the first ones on the line fighting for what we need. And that's like a bullet literally. Yeah. And that's because they feel like he didn't do anything for black people. Well, let me ask you this question. Um, what do we have? We're only we're only the 1% of wealth. You know what I mentioned when we was on the phone last night. That's see, all that's I hate. But, but see, that's what I'm saying. You have to ask these. Yeah. That's why you have to ask these questions because it's people like you that don't know. Yeah, yeah. Black people, that's, and, and Mario, correct me if I'm wrong. We, we only make up 13% of the nation. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the United States. Like in the United States, you only make up 13% of the nation. On top of that, out of us being the 13% of the nations, we have nothing to show for it. We were brought here 
for labor, right? To build white wealth. Yeah. Correct? Yes. And it, yeah. yeah, and it's getting to the point to where we're becoming a permanent labor class. Yeah. Like and, and it's hard for us. We don't we we're, we're not as wealthy. And then you you have some ignorant person, you have some some person that don't know be like, Well, look at Nellie and look at Diddy. Okay. They're they're rich, right? But right. but when they are done and they die, what happens after that? We have no we have no wealth in the community. You see what I'm saying? Right. And what I'm saying, and and you know, and it goes back to what I'm saying. I was asking people, like, hey, they, they, their answer was, when I asked that question to them was, well, hey, he couldn't do everything, and you can't. One one person told me, hold on one minute, because this, is, this was an interesting conversation that I wanted to have, but you see, this is the thing about when you're asking these questions. You can't, yeah. you can't invoke your opinion how you feel about stuff, because I was asking people questions. Um, right. So would, and why are you looking for that? So would... My question would be was so uh would Obamacare be something it, he did for black people? It was for everybody. You know, I mentioned no, that. It was for everybody. Well, no, because you because see this is this is what you have to understand, and you know it's not just you, Devin. This is to all the listeners who who aren't aware. Mm-hmm. Is that we have to learn the difference between physical uh, victories above uh, uh, symbolic victories. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? There's a difference. Like when black people voted in when when was Obama elected? Was that 2009? Nine, I believe. Yeah, yeah, 2009. Um, the majority of black people voted for him just because he was black. black. But just because no, at he, the won time, in he won in 2008. It was okay, 2008. It was 2008. Yeah. Well, yeah, he took office in 2009. He took though. office right. in 2009, but he wanted right. to wait. Right, gotcha, yeah. got okay. Okay, yeah, 2008. You know, like I was saying, most black people voted for Obama because he was he was a black man with, a, with his black wife, excuse me, with his black kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that image, and that image is something that we looked at saying, like, okay, that is the family model that, we want our society as black people to look at. And now that we have this man who's in, who's running for this position in office, yes, this is who I'm going to vote. And the majority of us, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, didn't mm-hmm. look into what he was going to do. Most definitely. And, you see what I'm saying? And, and I think that's, and, 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 you know, when I do the research and I do the reading and I do what he did for the LGBT community, you know, they're they're your forefront people of this council culture. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're, they're yeah, the, because they hold power. Yeah, they hold massive power. But but back to what some of my people said, I had one person to say he did what he could. As president, you have to look at the bigger picture other than our own. And that kind of hurt my feelings. I'm like, well, shouldn't should, don't I deserve to to have an agenda? You know, as black people, don't I deserve to have a right? I'm I'm not saying don't take care of the nation, but mm-hmm. but you have to understand we are we we are the poorest in the nation. You know what I'm saying? We are we are the ones that's mostly in poverty. We are the ones that always struggling. Notice this, Dr. Claude Anderson, and people, please go look if you don't do nothing but go look at him on the Breakfast Club. He drops jewels on the Breakfast Club. Uh what? He, Go ahead, Mario. No, I was about to say what I used to do and what I still do from time to time. 
is uh, not only Dr. Claude Anderson, but uh, Dr. Phil Valentine. Oh, uh, most definitely, yeah. Phil Valentine. Uh, brother uh, Kaba, and and um, I forget. I forgot my ball, my bald head brother's name. I forgot. Man, but that's he, one, his, his, he, it's one I look at, Boyce Watkins. Yeah, Boyce Watkins, he's a good one. Um, but it's another guy. I can't I can't remember his name right now, but he's bald headed and he wears glasses. But he was on he's always on the Rock Newman show. So if you if you fellas get some time, look up the Rock Newman show on YouTube and oh, for yeah. the listeners too, look up that up. He's a black man. He's he's light, bright, and damn near white. <laughs> yeah, but he's, but he's black. a black man. Him and he's Claude. a black man. Him and Dr. Claude. Yeah. Yeah, but Claude is actually darker than Brock Newman. Wow. And that's scary. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But, but but yeah, but, and and, and but, I'm, but I was what I was saying is just I, I'm just this is real quick. Promise you, just real quick. Yeah, go Even ahead. if you're just you know you have it planned while you're doing something like cleaning up, or you 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 get some type of work done or homework or whatever it is, just have it planned. You don't have to be physically watching the video to take in the information. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and basically, you know, I, I've lost my train of thought after Mario didn't said that. So I guess I'll... My bad, man. No, you're fine. I guess I'll start with this. And basically, see, that's Devin, that's why you have to be... You're listening. You have to keep on track of what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Well, what was I just talking about? We were still talking about Obama and what he hasn't done for black people. Yeah. And you have some people that make the excuse. And then I was talking to one friend, and she was basically saying that, well, there's black people in the LGBT community yeah, that's true. But what did he do for black people mm-hmm. as like us getting out of poverty as us getting out of, out of this thing? Like, like that's what I was talking about. Now I remember Dr. Claude Anderson was talking about when we go to school and this is just God on truth. When we go to school and we pick up, we go to get our degrees, right? Mm-hmm. And we go to college, got degrees. We have nothing. We have nothing to come back to. There's no black businesses. We can't come work for a black community because we don't have a black community. No, we have a neighborhood. Yeah, that's all we got. He he said some real dope. He said, "Have you noticed when immigrants come here, they have a little China, they have a little Italy, they have their little communities, right? Yeah, yeah. And and when they when they spend the money in their communities, their money is going through six and seven times. Our money don't even last six hours." So, so like real talk, when I ask, when I ask people that question, I think they're more looking at he, in which he was, his agenda was for everybody, but we should have held him accountable to say, Hey, what do you have for us? How are we going to get out of this? Now I will say this. I didn't ask that to bash Barack. Don't get that twisted. Because like, Mar- like Mario said, emotionally what he did for us, and and do you know how how good of a black person you have to be to run for president and not have and any- no, you, you didn't cheat on go your, ahead. you didn't cheat on your wife, you didn't do drugs, you didn't you didn't do any of that stuff. Nor did you let it. If you did do it, it didn't come into light. You see what I'm saying? You have to be pretty much damn near perfect to to run for president. So no. Most definitely not bashing. And they didn't kill him. Yeah, exactly. They didn't kill him. So, so kudos for that. But at the same time, looking forward as black people, we, we need to start having a queer pro quo mindset. Do you know what queer pro quo is? 
quid pro quo. Basically, you watch my back, I watch yours. Okay. Mm-hmm. You look out for me, I look out for you. Mm-hmm. You want my vote? Well, what can you do for us? We start have to having that mindset. Yeah. We start have to have we have to have that thinking because now we're in this situation. Claude Anderson. I keep telling people, go listen to him about economics. Back in 97, he predicted exactly what we're dealing with right now with blacks in America. He definitely did. He Uh. said, go back and look. And and it's scary. It's really scary. They interviewed him when he wrote his first book, Black uh, Labor, White Wealth. And he was talking about that basically uh, by 2015, we were going to be the lowest minority. We were going to be number four. He says more immigrants was going to come in. The Mexicans going to come in and they were going to all take over. And we were going to be the bottom class. And that then basically they were going to start killing us off. And look at now what's going on. And he said that back in like night in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. Now everything that he's pretty much said is pretty much accurate. Yeah. He's pretty much called it. It is scary, man. It's very scary. And he said this was doing his research. This is what he found. And this is what he looked at. So, so you know what I'm saying? We and, and he has a plan. It's always been a plan. And basically what he's saying is uh, us as black people, we have to start building and making a black community for us. So, I mean, that's why it's important to go vote. That's why we have to go vote. Yeah. That's why we're gonna have to let our voice. We have to let we have to let them know, and we have to start demanding. It's deep. It's like it's really deep, Devin. Like you know, oh, yeah. you you have to you have to. That's why I say now you're you're what twenty seven. Yes, sir. You're twenty seven. You finna be in our you finna be in our our league soon. You finna be in a thirty league. Hey man, don't remind me. But yeah, no, you're right. Oh, man. You're right. I'm 30, knocking that. Thirties is dope, man. I'm what knocking that. Yeah, knocking that. Yeah, I love being <laughs> in my thirties. You know, you, at first I was scared, but now I'm in my thirties. I'm comfortable now. Yeah. You know, yeah. but but even I wasn't scared. I was like, bring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was scared because you know, um, your twenties, you were so careless. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, twenties, mm-hmm. you didn't care about. You didn't even care about death. You didn't think of, be honest. You don't think. I don't of, think about yeah, it. You, know? you don't think. No, you, I think about it more now since I'm close to thirty yeah, and see, stuff. You know exactly. And but so, back then, nah. Yeah, when you when you getting ready to turn thirty, you be like, oh snap, I'm gonna be thirty. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta start thinking about this Roth IRA. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I gotta like no for real like I and 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 now that you're you're getting ready to be 30 you have to be more knowledgeable of what's going around in your community wherever you're yeah. staying like now we're in Tallulah there's no businesses in Tallulah hardly uh the businesses that are here they're not paying much or worth of anything nah. you see what I'm saying yeah but we we vote people in and we don't hold them accountable to what they said they were going to do for the community mm-hmm. nor are we trying to build our community to be strong enough. Like I give you an example here in Tallulah, and this is for anybody that's listening. And if you want to disagree with me, you can, but everybody has it. If you really pay attention, if you have a black mayor and you have a city that's not really doing much of nothing, guess what? The whites have given up on that city. They'll let you be mayor. Mm-hmm. They'll let you be mayor because as long as you're not bothering what they have and have you paid attention, 
when when we had all our black mayors, they wasn't worried about it. Mm-hmm. Probably someone wasn't even voting. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they have what they want. If you go over to Richmond, there's another side of town, ladies and gentlemen, called Richmond in Tallulah. There's a community. You hardly can go over there. Yeah. You probably can't even walk over there. Yeah. I rode through there a couple of times before. And the police look. them policemen be watching. It was night when I rolled through, so I ain't, I ain't, I, you know, I got through. Right. But yeah, I know but, what you're talking they, about. They got to watch, you they, know. They watching. And, yeah. and how I know, one of our police officers that worked at the school when I was working at the school, mm-hmm. he told me, he said, you can't go over there like that. Yeah. He said, they call us quick to tell us, tell us to come over there and get whoever he is out of there. Wow. So like, you, you, you have to understand, we, we have to start coming together more. So, so my advice, and this is all I'm saying, and this is this is all I'm proposing. We have to make ourselves more knowledgeable of what's going on around us in our community. I, I tell me and Devin, I told Devin, if we're gonna stay in Tallulah, we're gonna start going to these meetings more, town hall meetings. Yeah, trying to see what's going on with our community, trying to see how we can better ourselves. Um, me and Mario was talking also about trying to build wealth. In order for you to build wealth, we, we all have to work together. And when I build my wealth, I have to pull somebody else to the side and teach them how to build their wealth. Yep. So so we we please go vote. Go vote and let your voice be heard. And then after you vote, then we need to start organizing and we need to start coming up with a plan. This marching, listen, this this Black Lives Matter, this situation, this marching is not getting us nowhere. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Because I mean, we've been marching for years. You know, even back in the day. Fun, Martin Luther King. Hey, fun story. I was looking at. I was reading this article, and then I was looking at this this guy. And he was talking about uh, Malcolm X, right? Mm-hmm. And this was when Malcolm X was like really just getting started, and he was about you know he was about segregation, and he was about he they were saying, uh, "Hey, Malcolm, you know they marching for integration." He looked over there. He said, "Them fools ain't marching. They 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 parading, basically saying that you, you you're not getting nowhere yeah. marching. You know what Mm-mm. I'm saying? You just you're just doing like I was talking about earlier in the uh, podcast, symbolic victory. But you know, you know, it looks good. But that got me thinking. That got me thinking though, Mario, because I was looking at some of the stuff and I was listening to some some people. And and this is just a question from you being you know history and you study the meta- metaphysics right mm-hmm. uh I, I get the wondering i get the thinking was the civil rights victory really a victory when you think about it and when you really, um, when you really look at it uh yeah. N- not really not really. In some aspects, yeah, kind of, kind of, but not not really. All we really did, and trust me, I, I understand what I'm about to say is going to, um, is going to you know offend certain black people when I say this. But please understand that if you're offended by what I'm about to say, it just means that I'm, I'm hitting a nerve that you know is true. You just don't want to accept. 
all civil rights did for the black community was allow us to spend our money with white people. I totally agree. I can't, I can't get mad at it. That's totally true. And, and I mean, that's, you have a lot of that's people. all that it did. You have a lot of people, and, and it goes back. Uh, an economy, a black economist said, and he said this on the Breakfast Club. He said, "Listen, we were fighting to to end segregation, right?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Check mm-hmm. this out. We was trying to fight to end segregation." He said, "He he was from South Carolina, right?" And basically, he was saying that in South Carolina, people had their own blacks had their own businesses, right? He said. His family had a bus company, right? But they were fighting to ride on the front of the bus. He said, "What sense did that make?" He said, "Because we got our own buses." Not, not, not just that, Mario. He said, "Check this." He said, "Whether you're in the front or the back, the bus is going in the same place. You're gonna get there at the same time. It doesn't really matter." Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, so you're fighting to sit in the front of a bus. It's getting you at the same place at the same time. I get what you're saying right You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. he was like, it just didn't, like, like, and that's what he was saying back then. Uh, some of the stuff that we were fighting for just didn't make sense. You're fighting for, you're fighting for to end segregation, but what you're not realizing is you're ending segregation and, and integrating, you're killing a lot of your black businesses. Exactly, because we had our own stuff. Yeah. Well, when you, you know what I'm saying? We had our own car companies. We were making cars. The yep. Patterson Car Company down there in uh, UAPB. That's Arkansas Pine Bluff, for those who aren't aware. Um, we produced some of the most uh, proficient and most effective stabilized cars, better than Henry Ford and the Ford Company. Mm-hmm. Well, when you look at Greenwood, you look at Greenwood. Greenwood was one of the most profitable, profitable uh, neighborhood communities. In Tulsa, well, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, and they got rid of it because we were we were gaining and we were making money and we were we our, our money was going through our black communities and that's why it's important that we have to build a black community. You you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's 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 what I was you know I, I wanted to ask Mario because we 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 talk about this type of stuff but we don't touch on it that much because see Mario would go deep. You know, Mario. Yeah, I, I'll Mario. take you. I'll take you places. You you might not want to go. Like, like he <laughs> yeah, got to, we ain't gonna go there. We was talking last night. He got to talk about metaphysics and Phil Valentine, and I was like, "Okay, Mario, stop." That's no. Stop. Let's, let's stop. Let's stop. Like, no, Mario, be like, like it's life is like a video game, right? <laughs> Except it that's is. exactly what he said. It's already planned. What's gonna happen it is. to you? Mm-hmm. Okay, Mario, stop, stop. I just use that as an example. Stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to go in. Because it is. Stop. And yeah, I understand like a, a lot video of people. Game. And I will understand, like you know, this is the thing about me, and what the listeners are going to learn about me is that I'm aware enough. Because see, okay, before y'all start saying, "Oh, Mario's a hotel. Mario's a hotel." No, no, I'm not. I'm not a hotel. I don't shove the information that I have learned over the years down your throat. I don't do that. Explain you to can him ask what a, Devin, ex, you can ex, ask Mike. Excuse me, explain to him what a hotel is because I don't believe a lot of them know what hotel is. Hotel? Okay. A hotel. hotel. See, Devin yeah, don't know. Hotel. No. My first time hearing the term. Okay. First of all, the, the word hotel comes from the African pharaoh Prince Emotep, who was the first African male who was not only a brain surgeon, 
he was a teacher, he was a dentist, he was a um astronomer, meaning he studied uh the sky, meaning like the universe, the uh, galaxies and the stars and different things like that. Yeah. Pretty much he was a he was a fucking genius at the age of like nineteen. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like 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 Homer was bad. Like bad. He did his first brain surgery at twenty one. So mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the term hotep comes from when people in the conscious community in the nineties, when they would greet each other, they would say, Hotep, my brother. Hotep, my sister, meaning what's up, what's going on, how are you, different things like that. But uh, it became like almost a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, almost like a, uh, a, 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 word, a term or a phrase regarded by other people as far as a joke or something like that when social media came around and our philosophers and our politicians and people who are in the conscious community started making videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people start making jokes when you have people like Umar Johnson. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, Umar Johnson said some good things. He said some very insightful things, but he also says a bunch of bullshit. True. And true. he does a lot of, uh, he does a lot of clownery. And his actions, 90% of the time, contradict a lot of the things that he talks about. So when people hear consciousness or people talk about consciousness, meaning things that are going to impact the black community and how we should govern ourselves and how we should get back to the center of self and community like how we once were before slavery and all this other stuff, they don't, they're turned off from it. Because why? Because they see the foolishness that people who are conscious, who have a following, who have these certain type of accolades and different things like that, they see what they do. They say, okay, well, yeah, you got that information, you got that knowledge, but y'all fucked up just like us too. So why should I listen mm-hmm. to what you got to say? You and see it, what I'm saying? It goes, back, it goes back to that Obama theory. You know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll follow somebody that's, that's damn near perfect. You'll vote for somebody that... You, you, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You'll vote for somebody mm-hmm. that when you see th- their image. That's that's why we. Yeah, that's yeah. why I try to explain to these young black kids. And I try to explain to to my little nieces. You know, image is everything. You know, how people look at you, just like where you are, it it matters a lot, and and it's very credible. I mean, when you look at Christianity, you know, Christianity has taken like a major large blow in these past couple of years because of the fact that of the image that is given. Yeah. You know, we're more, we're more, more, they they consider us more as, as, as a hate group now, Mm -hmm. you know, just being honest. So, so like, yeah, but, but go ahead as, as, as you were talking about, like, you don't want people to think, I want people to know who hotel was because I know a lot of black people don't know about hotel and a lot of black people listen to this, but go ahead. What you were saying about, uh, before people start thinking that you're a hotel and you're not a hotel? No, I'm, I'm not a hotel. I don't shove information about or its history or metaphysics or different things like that because I understand that people are on different levels as far as consciousness is concerned. Mm-hmm. And all consciousness is is basically understanding who you are from a from a internal perspective. Mm-hmm. Not just not just the things that you do day to day in your everyday life, meaning I do this because I'm black 
and black people do things like this because we have a tradition. I'm not talking about the negative stuff. I'm not talking about the 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 um the the the, the characterized or the cartoonish stuff that you see black people do on television and movies and and social media, different things like that. Like, for example, we like seasoned food. Mm-hmm. Why do we like seasoned food? Well, because we introduced it to the world. But if you don't know that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You 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 would just think, well, I just like seasoned food because it tastes good. No, right. your your DNA says that you <laughs> that you like it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Your DNA says that. So. We, de- I, I understand that people. Oh my bad. What would you say? No, no. I was just saying we're definitely gonna have to do an episode where we're we're talking about this, and and the strap. We're gonna have to definitely like you know go deeper into it because. Um, I don't know if they're ready for that. Well, not more, <laughs> not more, not more of that, not more of that, Skites. But I guess what I'm saying is, blacks. In order for us to, th- this is the biggest thing that that opened my eyes these past two weeks you know, researching and reading and, and looking at these shows and looking at these interviews, it it gave me a new found respect for myself. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I, and that's what I, it's supposed to do. I know, I know y'all going to get tired of hearing this name, but I have to keep saying it because you should go look at him. Claude Anderson, Dr. Claude Anderson. He said he wanted black people to understand that we we – we are not the lesser race. No, we're an exceptional people. We're an except. He he said the exact words. We're an exceptional people, and he wants black people to stop feeling like they can't do, or they can't accomplish anything, or they don't deserve anything. And that's basically that's what society has basically put on us, and we do mm-hmm. it to ourselves, and we we feel like and so like you know we need to we need to sometimes go back and see how important we were back then and now and how like, like I, like I think I told Mario yesterday, like, yo, my, my plan is I'm looking for wealth. Yeah. I'm trying to work towards it. So if that means I have to work at this hotel and get experience and then try to build something of my own. And I think that's the biggest thing that we're going to, yeah, we're going to have to do like, you know, before we leave, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, you know, two points. I want each of y'all to give like two points of what you got out of this, or two points of what you want to give to them. And I guess my, I, I'm gonna give my two points out the way, so because I know Mario is gonna give something dope. Mm-hmm. But the one major thing I think we should do with not only this, this with election times coming up, we're gonna have to start sitting down and taking accountability for ourselves and as a people. And what I mean by that, like I give you an example. Me and Mario was talking about, you know, um, bettering ourselves one day, right? Me and Mario pretty much are like best friends. We we talk pretty much almost every other day, right? And he pretty much he was giving me advice that I took to better myself. One thing that kills black people is the 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 not knowing. That's the biggest thing. Like we were talking. We didn't know anything about credit when we were going to college. Mm-hmm. No one taught us about it. No one said that credit is is if you have credit, you're just as as qualifying as the wealthy man. You see what I'm saying? You can do a lot with good credit. Oh yeah. And so, 
we 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 went with the notion and we didn't try to know. So then he was telling me how he got his credit up, right? And what he did. So then something clicked with me and I was like, okay, I need to get my credit up, right? I don't like talking about my business like this, but if it can help somebody and it can help better somebody else. Not too long ago, I called Mario excited. I was like, yo, man, because I, 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 what I did was I took his advice. I took out a loan, right? And I started paying on the loan. Mm-hmm. My credit cor- score went up really, really well. I called him excited. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, check this. Now I'm a I'm I'm 50 points away from being qualified for a business loan. I'm 100 points away of reaching my goal of what I really want on a credit score. Okay. So do you know what that does for me? So now that I have now that I have the credit score or now now that I have the tools I need, I can go build wealth. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of other things that that obstacles that I'm going to have to jump over and I'm going to have to handle like as far as creating a plan and creating a budget and yeah. and 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 trying to get wherever I'm going to do to do uh build my wealth creating it. But I took accountability and said I messed up. Then what I did was I said, "Well, hey, my priorities are messed up. I love tennis shoes, right? So I said, hey, I had to I gotta hold off on it. I gotta cease from that. I gotta stop having a consumer mindset and I gotta start having a more of a business mindset. More of an investment mindset. Black people, this is and, and I'm I'm not I may be wrong. I may be talking crazy, but to me, that's the biggest thing that we have right now. We have a consumer mindset. We take accountability for what we're doing, and we we get out of that consumer mindset. I think we can further advance. The yeah. next thing that we need to do is we need to start building our black communities in our towns and in our cities. If it's no more than 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 you helping, like like I like you know Devin, I want to apologize, you know, because you said if you ever made it, you would come back and help build Tallulah, and I said that's a hard task. I shouldn't have said that. I should have said it's a hard task, but it could be done. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I should have said. Yeah, it's a hard task, but it could be done because of the fact that um, if we come together and we do it right, I can help you. Yeah, and I see your vision. I should be able to help you, and then when they see that I'm helping you, somebody else can come and help. You see right, what I'm exactly. Saying? So, that's so, how it goes yeah so we have to come together uh i will also say go get black labor white wealth by dr claude anderson also powernomics by claude dr claude anderson um go online and check out some of his videos um go check out dr phil valentine dr claude anderson dr umar johnson dr nuri muhammad Check out all of these young brothers or check out all of these old heads that are, are dropping jewels all the time and get enlightened. Also, shout out to Killer Mike because Killer Mike is, is also dropping jewels. He's all pro-black and trying to help black people. And when you go out there and vote, vote right. Stop voting stupid. Yeah. Kanye, yeah. Kanye West can't do nothing for me. And you know, Or you. I want to talk about that. And I know we about to get ready to wrap it up, but you know, no, go ahead, go I ahead. seen no, no, people, you know, I just seen people, I was scrolling out Facebook or whatever. 
And I've seen people, you know, talking about how they were they planned on voting for these third parties mm-hmm. and these other parties, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, then people started commenting on their posts, you know, and saying, why would you do that, you know, mm-hmm. when clearly, you know, a lot of those third parties don't even have a chance of winning. So people mm-hmm. were saying that it was a they're pretty much just burning votes. Mm-hmm. And in a way, it's like they're voting for, you know, they're voting for, for Trump. Trump. Yeah. yeah. Well, by doing it. This is the thing, too, that I I failed to mention. You do know the Republicans and Trump have a package for black people, right? I don't know. It's called a platinum package. <laughs> yeah, it was getting, it was <laughs> pretty racist. Huh? They got it together <laughs> with <laughs> IQ. Yeah, that, that, that was pretty. That's pretty racist. The platinum, the platinum package. package for the yeah. black people. <laughs> <laughs> they, got it, they got it together with IQ. Now, from what I've been hearing about it, you know, and I could be wrong, but it's just been little articles here and there that I've been reading, is that the platinum package that the Trump administration has gotten together, all that they have done is taken Ice Cube's original plan that he had for uh, black people and, you know, the people that he had working with him, and they, like, nitpicked, like, you know, picked certain things out of it and integrated it into their package. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, I could be wrong about that. You know what I'm saying? I could be wrong about that. But um, that's what I've been hearing, or rather, should I say, that's what I've been reading about it. But um, my opinion on that is it sounds good. Well, well it's a plan. I think yeah, that's it's, the, a, it's a plan. That's the biggest. It sounds good. Yeah, that's the biggest but, thing that I'm looking at. I'm looking at it's a plan, and and above anything else, the Democrats, the people that we support, don't have a plan for us. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, that's what I'm looking at. And that's what I'm saying. You know. Pe- but the only thing that, that, that bothers me about that is, true enough, yes, it is a plan. Mm-hmm. But if you know the background of the man who is in office, a.k.a. Trump, and you know the history of black people when it comes to what we need out of this nation to survive, you will know the thing, this, this, this term called benign neglect. You know? And for those who do not know what that is, it was, it was during the civil rights era when uh, the United States government uh, was noticing that the people were rioting. Well, true enough, the civil rights era was going on, but they figured out, like, well, why are black people so upset? Well, it was because presidents from not only the civil rights era, but presidents, you know, before then would promise black people things and not deliver. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They would not deliver. So shortly after the civil rights era, when you're getting into, like, um, Tricky Dick, what's the nigga name? Richard Nixon. My daddy called him tr- yeah, Nixon. My daddy called him Tricky Dick. That's what they called him. Um, yeah, Tricky Dick. Um, they came up with this thing called benign neglect, meaning if we don't say, if we don't promise black people anything, they can't get mad. Meaning we don't mention them. We don't say anything specifically for them. They can't get mad when they don't get anything. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, true enough, Trump does have a plan. And let's just say he comes through with it. That would be amazing, you know. But I just know what this nation has done and will continue to do unless we as a people decide that we've had enough. And I don't mean just by, you know, marching and, and rioting and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything is wrong with a riot. I'm not saying anything is wrong with a riot. Well, but there's got to be something followed up behind yeah, that. Most definitely. And you I totally saying? agree. That's, that's why I say it. We, 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 instead of like, we don't, we shouldn't be begging. We should be demanding. And, mm-hmm. and we should, like I said, we should all come together and we should have plans. Um, I just find it amazing how the LGBTQ community have gotten so much done because they didn't beg, they de- they demanded, um, and you know that's the, and they put their money up. Yeah, they put their money up most definitely, and so like that's the biggest thing, Devin. Anything you want to say? Um, any advice you want to give to people as far as them going to vote? Um, all I can really say is you know, cause like you say, all of this stuff, y'all dropped a lot of knowledge today for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So th- I know that was great and um. It was great for the listeners as well. But um, the only knowledge I can give is um, don't vote out of um, emotion, I guess. Yeah. Don't. You know, because I guess um, or don't don't vote for who people tell you to vote for. You right. know, I used to vote for who my mama told me to vote for. Exactly. You know, we did that, you yeah, know, because yeah. we didn't just, you know, keep up with all this when we first started voting and all that, you know. So, yeah, just um, y'all y'all are making me look more deeper into things. Because I don't do that. Yeah, you Actually, when it comes to this voting stuff, I don't do that. That's our job is being in 30. In right, our 30s. right. We have See that? to get right. you ready. Yeah. yeah, y'all are. Y'all are, and I appreciate it. But, um, you oh, know, yeah. I actually watched the debate, you know. I watched the presidential debate, yeah, you know. exactly. And, you know, I think I've watched one other one before in my lifetime so far. Mm-hmm. But I did watch this presidential debate. And, um, you know, it made me feel... I guess, I don't know. In a way, it made me feel more mature. Like I'm, you know, I'm trying to learn something and stuff like that, and yeah. see what you know yeah. these candidates are about. Right. So, and, um, this, and this is the thing: I have nothing as far as what you're trying to do for immigrants, what you're trying to do for the Mexican nation, what you're trying to do. But what what hurts me the most, like when I'm looking at our situations right now, Mario, to me, he dropped a lot of knowledge today. Right. Mm-hmm. He studies a lot, and the way. He deserves so much more, right? And the most of the people that could put him in certain positions won't give him an opportunity because either they're intimidated or they're scared that they might he might come and you know dominate their position mm-hmm. or take their position. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or when you look at him, at me, I mean, I face that every day. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying as a as a black man because in my in, in my field of what I do for a living. For those who don't know, I'm an educator. But uh, I know I talk a lot of shit about, you know, camping and all this other shit, but my, <laughs> but I make my money. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The pimping don't stop. You feel me? You feel me? Uh-huh. Turn a bitch out quick. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I went to school to be an educator. Right, right, right. You know? And, you know, I'm not going to say where I work or whatever, but um, I'm the most knowledgeable knowledgeable person in my in my department. Now I can't speak on other departments because you know I didn't go to school for that. 
Mm-hmm. But, but in my department, I'm the only black male. Mm-hmm. The only one. Yeah. And, you know, I know more than my white counterpart. And that's no, that's, that's not me trying to big up myself or to say I'm better than such and such. But my my success rate proves that I am. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And the people who could put me in a position to where I could really be running some shit, <laughs> like they, really they running some shit. Happen. I'm talking, they won't let it happen. Like I could, like I could, with the knowledge that I have, I could have power because it's not going to only benefit me. It's going to benefit my people. And the people around you. And the people around me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I'm not the type of person who would get something and just keep it to myself. Just like how Mike just said. When we were talking about the credit, I was just like, hey, bro, why don't you try doing this? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now, Mike had every reason to take it or not to take it. Thankfully, he took it. You know what I'm saying? But if he did, I wasn't going to be upset about it. But, you know, the people who are in the positions who call the shot, whether you want to know it or not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the listeners, they're white males. They're white males. They call the shot. Okay? Understand that. And until you are aware that the only way things are going to get better for black people the only way things are going to get better for the black community is that black people are going to have to do things. You have to have an action. You gotta have a plan. Okay? You gotta have a plan. Not only just a plan, but you gotta be willing to put that plan into action and mm-hmm. do things that is not only going to benefit yourself, but it's gonna benefit your family, your community, and people that come after you that look like you. Mm-hmm. Almost there. Because how else are we going to survive? Yeah. Yeah. How else? Doctor <laughs> And I know it's popular to, to think just about yourself because that's the that's the that's the society white people have built. But it's deeper than that. It's bigger than that. It's mm-hmm. it's not just me. It's not just you. It's all of us. <laughs> you it, know? It, it can't be a this is this and and this is the this is the thing we're gonna have to 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 to, to think about. We can't have a me mentality when it comes to each other. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as a group, it has to be a me mentality when it that's that's and you know th- th- before we leave, the one thing I want people to understand before we leave this show, you don't have to agree with what we're saying. Of course not. You don't have to agree at all what we're saying. Oh, yeah. This is like I said. Of this course is, not. This is all part of dialogue. The person we was gonna have on this show, I'm pretty sure he wasn't gonna agree with a lot of stuff that we were saying, especially when we get to see. And, and the, the crazy thing about it, you we probably ticked a lot of people off more talking about Obama didn't do nothing for black people. Of course, but but even even if even if you are offended at what we were talking about, and 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 trust, we're not trying to piss you off. No, just... we're not trying to piss you off. We're giving you a different perspective of a way to look at things and how to think about things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're upset about what we said about Obama, right? 
I would charge or I would commission you to just think, just think. Other than having the pride of saying that a black man or a black family was in the White House, what did they do for you? Mm-hmm. And then, and then this, 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 this thing, the, the, the big excuse, and I'm going to say this, and we're going to definitely be done. The main thing they would say, well, he tried to bring change, but they wouldn't let him bring any. Well, what plans did he have for blacks to bring change? He was trying to bring change for everybody. But solely what he do, and the, and the reason why we're so emphasis on black people, and and because we are the we are at the bottom right now. We're at the bottom right now. We have to stick together. I don't know if Mario remember this episode we did with Denzel, and we was telling I was telling people there's room for everybody at the top. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Definitely. I don't care what somebody tells you there's actually room for everybody at the top. Mm -hmm. You just have to all work. Everybody can get out the barrel. All the crabs can get out, but we have to work towards it. It can't be, I'm going to pull you down because that's the, that's, that's law, right? Because that's what we've been, we've been taught and that's what we've been embedded. And, and, and if they keep us separated, there's no power. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we're talking about the reason why we're, we're, we've been so pro-black and pro-this pro and we need to come together as far as the black vote is concerned is because, honestly, let's just be real. You should go vote, but let's be real. We're only 13% of, the pop, of, of America. That means whatever they wanted to do, they could do it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a fact. If they Whatever they wanted to get done, they can get it done without us. But us voting, it shows that we have a voice. Mm-hmm. It shows us that we're not neglecting what's going on. Because that's the biggest thing, and too. And it shows that we're serious. It shows that we're yeah. serious. And and that's why it's important to go vote. That's why it's important to not just, just waste your vote on going in there and saying, oh, I'm voting for Hong Kong food. Because that's what they were doing the first election with Trump won. Mm-hmm. He was going on putting Speed Racer in there. Right. And y'all just thought that was cute and that was funny. And you know what it made you look? It made you look ignorant. Yeah. It made you look mm-hmm. like a damn fool. It really did. Like, yo, I get mad about it because, like, real talk, you know, this is what King, Dr. King, was fighting for. He was fighting for because he knew, you know, there's power in number. I'll leave with this note. Just, just to show you how serious this is. Before Dr. King was assassinated, he made a quote, and I'm, I'm not, I don't know the quote outright. Mario gonna help me with it. He said before he died, I've led my people into a burning building. Yep. Yeah, King was basically saying that uh his years of fighting for civil rights and integration he realized towards the end of his life now of course he didn't know at the time he may have had a a, a, a hunch that he was going to be killed but he didn't know that you know after saying that that he was going to be killed shortly afterwards but he was basically saying that all those years that he was fighting for integration far into the black community he should have been fighting for economical economical equality yeah, economical equality, not the fact that we can't be in the same store at the same time or a bus or anything like that or schools or anything like that. He he, he realized that 
I I brought my people to a certain point to where it's not going to benefit us at any waking moment. Mm-hmm. And if, if anything, the whole burning house situation is like, yeah, you're in the house. Well, you're in the house now, but it's burning down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it, you you didn't do anything that that helped, right? You know, and but and there's nothing that you can do now because it's too late. Yeah, there's nothing you can do now. It's too late. And and so you know that that's why we're 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 trying to put emphasis on this because. I mean, <clears throat> that is the only way we're going to better ourselves. Take accountability. Just want to thank y'all for listening. This is what we want to do. This is what we're going to do. We're going to post this Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, we're going to post this. After y'all listen to this episode, we want to hear what y'all have to say. Yeah, yeah. Definitely want to hear what you have to say. We, sure. We're going to post them on Instagram to give an outlet to, to see what people think. We're going to post this on Facebook and we're going to ask questions. What do y'all feel? Do you feel like, you know, do you disagree with some of the stuff? Do you agree with some of the stuff? Yeah. We want to hear what you all have to say because there has to be some type of outlet for us to get our voice heard. And we want to try to help to be that outlet. We're going to be doing other shows next week. We're going to bring on some people to talk about your, your, the financial and millennials. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm hmm. Um, and why it's important to have insurance, and why black a lot of black people don't have insurance, yeah, like they should, yeah, and how you right. know, you know, that's one of the key things in trying to better our lives and better ourselves. But we can't, you know, us just being quiet about it, and or just having that mindset. And it goes back to, I hate to say this, because I know Mario's gonna go deep. It goes back to that metaphysic thing he was talking to us about, you know. If we're if, if we have this mindset and we're programmed to think we're lesser, or we're programmed to think that to just be content and complacent, we won't go anywhere. So I won't. I want to hear what y'all have to say. I want to hear y'all theories. If you know me and Mario and 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 Devin personally, hit us up. DM us. Oh yeah. Text me. Call me. Very much. Let's talk yeah. about it. Let's definitely talk mm-hmm. about it. If if you can call me about me saying Issa is trash, you can call me about this. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Any, I don't have any of those problems because when I be talking my shit, don't nobody come at me about it because you know I'm right. You know well, I'm right. Well, I, I don't think it's that. I think it, <laughs> I think it's I think it's because you have that history demeanor and you have that mindset. And then too, you'll say something that'll piss them off so they don't want to talk to you. See me, I'm I'm gonna listen to what you have to say. First of all, I will listen to what they have to say too. <laughs> I listen to what you have how, to say, and then how dare you, Michael, say I will, that I would not listen, Mario? To we them was talk. We was talking to this one girl one time. We was all zooming, and me and her was going at it back and forth. And we was we was then you was going at it back and forth. And then I said something. And you said, "You see, Mike, you're singing to make sense." It's a women. <laughs> they don't understand that sometimes. And she just stopped talking and, and left the Zoom. See, stuff like that. I don't do that. I don't say stuff like that. That, that, that just happened to be a situation <laughs> to where she was so uncomfortable with the truth, she had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, am I the only one saying this? 
<laughs> you know, I'm t- some I'm people just can't handle honesty. That's true. And I think that's our biggest problem. We can't handle the truth and we can't handle honesty. We can't be realists. But we're gonna do something about it. We're gonna make a change. If we can if we can do anything, oh, yeah. if we can do anything. But we just wanna thank y'all for listening to us, for rocking with us. Devin, anything you wanna say? No, sir. Oh, what are y'all listening to? We was gonna do the segment. You know, we do the segment at the end of the show. Devin is ready to go. No, uh, no, you good. No, Devin, I forgot about it. No, you're ready to go. You just rolled your eyes. No, I forgot about that because I Devin, forgot about that. Devin just rolled his eyes and he huffed a little bit. He was like, I definitely didn't huff. <laughs> I definitely didn't do that. No, I actually, right, I actually forgot about that though because I'm the one that mentioned it before we started today. What you listening to? Oh my god, if we have to stay and do this show longer, that was Devin. <laughs> I can't believe this. Nah, man, I always make time for the PWK <laughs> podcast. But um, I listen. You know, Nas got a he dropped the album not too long ago, so I was listening to Nas' new album. It's pretty dope. Okay. Um, I'm a, I'm Jay Z and Pharrell got this song called Entrepreneurship. It's a dope video. It's okay. Very inspiring. Y'all should go check the video out. The song is even doper. You know, I'm a big Pharrell Jay-Z fan. So, like, I've yeah. been listening to a lot of that. Trinidad James, you know. I got to check him out because all I know is all gold. Like I always I say, mean, I really got to check out when, his other when, stuff. You have, to, you have to know his story, too. Okay. You have to know his story, too. Like, they played him. They they literally played him, like, because he's he was speaking truth. He didn't deny about something. Basically, he went to New York. He went in the height of his career. Mm-hmm. He went to New York. And he was basically giving homage to New York, but he was basically telling the truth. He was like, Atlanta is where it's at for the music scene. And and in the next couple of years, we're going to take over. And they got offended. And mm-hmm. so he got dropped from Def Jam. I think Charlemagne, and then it didn't help. A lot of your medias and your outlets, they shun him. Mm-hmm. They called him a trash rapper. Don't get me wrong. He's not the best rapper. To me, he has a future-esque type of vibe. You know, future to me is not a rapper or a lyricist, nor is he a singer. He just makes dope music. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a vibe. Yeah, he's a vibe, and that's that's how it is with Trinidad. Trinidad is a vibe. He makes music for people that's like for him. That's him. And so, like you know, his latest album uh, that he has out, he has his dope track called Black On, and really shows he's came a long way from rhyming. He has his own record label now. Uh, that that has his own artist, and he's he's entrepreneuring. You see what I'm saying? So like, he's an inspiration to me because he shows me, even though they told me I couldn't, I'm gonna show them that I can. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even though they they, I don't need a label to get my dreams out. You know. So I I've been rocking with him a lot, and he has like he has a lot of dope stuff. He has dope production, and he has a dope vibe. So like I listen to a lot of Trinidad James. Like his last his last album, I can't remember what the last album was called. Okay, well, what you listening to, Mario? Uh man, I've been on uh some Florida juke music. Oh wow! For about yeah, man, I've been on some Florida juke music for about. Uh, once about three or four days now, I've been listening to a lot of uh, grind mode. The song I just been playing the hell out of is a song called uh, "Ecstasy Floating." Okay, you it's know different, what I'm man. So, 
Yeah, man, it's it's real party ish. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wake up in the morning, like before it's time to go to work, and I put that song on, and I be like, okay, we let's, can get through the day. Let's get it. <laughs> right, right. Fact. Let's get it. Uh, the, the album is called Black Filter, by the way. I'm turning that giant. Turning that giant. Okay, man. What I've been listening to, um, you know me, I I be I be on some stuff, you know. <laughs> so I've been listening to. Um, I've I've developed a new love for Benny. Her name is Benny. And she's one of those artists kind of like it's pop music, but she kind of reminds you of uh I guess Lord or Billie Eilish type vibes. Not she's a, just a more preppy version of them though. Other than the first song Lordy Lordy did, not a Royals, fan, not a fan of Lordy. Oh, I wasn't really after after Royals, I wasn't just a yeah. big fan. Royals had, Royals Warriors was a song that made itself. It made yeah. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It wrote itself. And uh, yeah, that's what I've been on. Uh, Twenty One Savage dropped the album, so I've been on that too. Oh, for real? Hell yeah! Oh yeah, yeah. I've been listening to it. Bang. Savage Mode too. Yeah, that. Oh, Savage Mode too. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that 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 album bang. Uh, also, I don't know if y'all listen to Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes got an album dropping on the thirtieth of October. I ain't no Busta. Yeah, I didn't know that. Stuff. Extinction Extinction Level Event Two. Wrath of God. I'm a big Buster Rhymes fan. I've been a fan of his since he was part of Leaders of the New School. A lot of people don't know who Leaders of the New School. A lot of people don't know who Buster Rhymes is. But right. very yeah. dope, very dope MC. To me, he's he's on the level of Eminem, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh and you yeah. don't don't believe me, go online and listen to Eminem, Buster Rhymes, calm down. And cool. you'll see. Like, he's nice. He's always been nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's always Buster Buster comes from that that class to where you had to rhyme. Like Yeah, you had <laughs> like and, and, you and, had to rhyme. And like, you know, I'm gonna show you how 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 dope he is of a rhymer or, or how dope back then it was. When my cousin Vic and my cousin Warren, they're big music listeners. But they were telling me when Leaders of the New School was going out, I don't know if y'all know Dinko D and Charlie. Uh I do. They said that they thought that Charlie Brown was going to be the person that comes out of them and surpass. They looked at Bust as the last, the least person. You see what I'm saying? So that just shows you how competitive it was or how dope of an MC you had to be. Like, you know, you were the lesser that, that people didn't think that your rhyming was that tough. That's pretty, that's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Devin, Devin is looking like nah. I don't listen to I don't listen to Buster Rhymes. I don't. Nah, I don't. I don't know uh, who Buster Rhymes. Is. I know Buster Rhymes on a Look I, at Me Now. That's about it, right? That's that's it. I just know he rhymed fast on Look at he Me Now. He rhymed very fast on Look at Me Now. <laughs> well, I know you're. But before we go, I know you're excited. Ariana announced she's dropping an album. She is, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I think there's light at the end of the tunnel for 2020. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think there's light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> You know, so we got to take this year out with a bang, you know. He was like, he was like, you know, 2020 was terrible. Ariana dropping the album 20. Oh, word. She's, she's going to save 2020. Well, she's yeah, going to save know. 20. Well, about to end on a positive well, note. I mean, there's a lot of positivity that came out of 2020 other than negativity, all the negativity that has happened, you know. with Right, that's true. You know, and people people have to stop doing it. Like, you know, I, I, I was talking to my friend, Brother Tramal, mm-hmm. and he was saying, you know, he was getting mad. People were saying, oh, we just need to throw 2020 away. Why would you want to do that? There's so much good. Today's his birthday, too, by the way. Oh, what? I'm going to have to give him a call. 
I'm definitely going to give him a call. Happy birthday, Tramal, if you listen to this. Happy birthday, LB. So, like, you know, we, we have to look at the positive of this. But just want to thank y'all for listening to us, rocking with us. Uh, if, if they don't have anything to say, thank y'all for ki- partying with Killers, killing everything that we do. Wait, tune make in. Sure you, make, oh, my bad, but make sure y'all follow the social media pages on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, PWK Podcast on uh, Instagram. Uh, same thing far as uh, Twitter. Uh, make sure you follow our individual um, social media pages. Uh, I'm underscore Mr. Jacks. I'm Mr. Underscore Bedtime Story. And I'm Only One Grace oh, on Instagram. on Instagram. You can catch me on Twitter at TheDevinV. I'm going to start, I'm going to start like, I'm going to start interrupting Devin when he's watching his shows on MTV. Be like, shut up, Devin. Ain't nothing been on right now, so it's Yeah, cool. I know. <laughs> we just want to thank y'all for rocking with us. Like, thank y'all for listening to us. And we definitely want to hear from y'all. We definitely want to get your feedback. And if you have a business you want to promote, let us know. We don't mm-hmm. mind promoting businesses, but also, too, you're going to have to give us some free stuff. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing. Ain't nothing free. Yeah. You know not, what I'm not even the air you breathe. Don't not. Don't pay. Yeah. In some kind of way. So just want to thank y'all for rocking with us. Thank you for listening to us. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.